Hello and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks. Everybody with me, your host, Jackson Stone, and this is episode number 64. And today is um, July 29th, 2021. If you're a regular listener, you know that this episode will come out about four weeks from now. So it'll be in um, September, uh, just about maybe the first week, maybe the last week of August, something around then when you'll be listening to this. So it's then. So hope you hopefully you had an amazing August and it went uh, incredible. But welcome back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your time, uh, your energy and all of that, I really appreciate it. I know you can listen to any podcast in the world because so many people have one and there's really, really a lot of great ones out there. Um, but thank you for coming back to me and this podcast every single week. Um, I love to hear from you, what you like, what you didn't like, comment below on the YouTube video, drop some reviews on jacksontalkseverybody.com. Just let me know what you're thinking. Maybe you have some guests that you'd love to hear on, some topics that you want me to discuss. Send them my way via DM, anything like that. I'm available for that. Or you can sign up for my um, uh, my text messaging, um, which the number will be posted right here. Um, but uh, if you're just listening via audio, you can go to any of my, you can go to Instagram or Twitter and see that number and you text, fill out a little form. And then after the, after those few automated messages, you'll hear, hear you will hear, excuse me, directly from me. All those messages are from me. I'm sending out daily motivation, some mental health tips, a few things on merchandise, what's dropped, what's new, what's the latest stuff. A lot of audio messages as well. So that's some really cool stuff. And if, and if you enjoy that, you can go a little bit deeper on that and you can sign up for my Patreon, which is patreon.com backslash Jackson Stone. Really good stuff happening there. Love the community that we're building. I'm trying to do a lot more there. Um, and then subscribe to this YouTube channel. Uh, leave us a review on Apple. And last but not least, go to jacksonstone.net. Sign up for the weekly newsletter comes out every Friday. Go to youarelovelife.com. Sign up for the Mental Health Tip Monday. It comes out every Monday, Monday and Friday. You can get an email from me directly into your inbox with a few things that I'm thinking about, pondering some mental health tips, some notes, some reminders, along with the text messages, along with this podcast. And of course, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, all the good stuff, posting content daily, so I appreciate anyone that follows me, anyone new here that's listening. This is Jackson Talks, everybody, a weekly podcast hosted by me, Jackson Stone. Um, I'm involved in a lot of things, but they mostly revolve around coaching and mental health. So I appreciate you being here. Much love to that. <clears throat> and just like we, uh, we start pretty much every episode, either with a guest or when I'm solo, we ask one of the most important questions in the whole world. One question that could really um, bring us together, I think, um, if we answer openly, honestly, um, and responsibly. So I'm asking you this question right now, the, the listener, how are you doing? Like for real. And if you need a second to answer that, you can pause this and, and really dive deep into that question and what it means for you. How are you doing for real? And I've said this on previous episodes and I'll say it uh, on every episode going forward, take a little bit of an inventory on how you're doing right now. 
Ask yourself what you need more of, what you need less of, what you need to continue doing, what you need to stop doing, what you like, what you don't like. All of these questions are very, very important. And the only way to know what we need is to ask ourselves, is to get to know ourselves, is to commit to understanding ourselves and to commit to being our authentic, genuine self so we can show up in every environment as who we are. And so I ask you again, how are you doing for real? And then once you've answered that for yourself, text it to a friend, family member, send a voice note, video call, email, group chat message, anything, and, and ask someone in your life for real how they're doing and be willing and have the space to hear their honest, open answer and then go from there and create that really deep connection that can foster some beautiful, beautiful relationships, which is what um, this is all about. So that's it for the top, just a little housekeeping stuff. Um, this is not gonna be a long episode. I just have one specific thing that I'm going to talk about today. I've talked about it on a previous episode, a lot of previous episodes actually, but one specifically on the episode I did titled Naomi Osaka and speaking about the, athlete, the health and the mental health of elite athletes. Um, we've seen Dak Prescott, Kevin Love, Michael Phelps, Naomi Osaka, all standing up and speaking up about the importance of their mental health, how physical health is mental health because the brain is a body part and we have to treat it as such. And in the midst of the Olympics, which is, I'll touch on that in a second, we saw Simone Biles really speak up and come forth and show some courage and strength and beautiful vulnerability by speaking up about her mental health. So I'll touch on her in a second, but I wanna talk about the Olympics just briefly. If you haven't seen the HBO documentary called The Weight of Gold, it's narrated by Michael Phelps. It's a really beautiful documentary kind of narrating and telling the story of Olympic athletes' mental health. So to become an Olympic athlete, basically you have to dedicate your entire life to the one sport. Really to, to, to become elite at any type of thing, you kind of have to become a little bit obsessed with that thing, especially in the sports field. And so if you want to be elite, you have to you have to do that. And that takes a huge toll, excuse me, on your mind and body because there's so much you sacrifice, there's so much you miss out on just trying to achieve this one goal. And there's so much that goes into it, especially as an Olympic athlete, because these folks are the are only performing at the highest stage of their sport once every 40 years. And so they're training and preparing for this one possibly moment that maybe only lasts four to 10 seconds long. And they're training and training and sacrificing and obsessing over this one thing, which again, can put a huge toll on your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit. And so what we forget is, what we tend to not realize is, Yes, we celebrate those that won medals. We celebrate them. They're, I mean, that's a beautiful, fantastic, unbelievable achievement that most people just can't comprehend, right? But what most people can't comprehend as well is the fact that what if the, the, the guy, the swimmer that got eighth place in his relay, in his final race, that person is still one of the best swimmers in the whole world and he put everything he had his whole entire life into that moment and he got eighth place. That person should still be celebrated and remembered as an amazing athlete. But where we get into trouble or where these Olympic athletes get into trouble is 
that their entire livelihood is defined by that moment. And so they're not celebrated. They're not standing on the podium. They don't get a medal. They don't get the endorsement deals. They're not on the cereal box, but they suffered a great amount to get to where they are. Yes, it was their choice to do that. They made that decision to get there, but it doesn't mean that their mental health doesn't suffer because of it. It really does. And it's beautifully depicted in that HBO documentary titled The Weight of Gold. And it's like the sports conversation is changing because what's going on in our brain and our mind and our mental health is now so imperative. It's always been imperative, but now the conversation is there that you have to train that just as much as you have to train physically. You have to put in the reps mentally to get there, to be able to handle these types of pressures and situations, um, unlike what other um, people go through in kind of their day-to-day jobs, right? Everyone has pressures and stressors and things they have to deal with. That's why training the mental is so important. But he comes elevated at the Olympic stage because the entire world is watching. The entire world is watching. And if you don't meddle or if you fall or if you falter, you're looked upon as a failure when really you're a huge success because you got there anyways. And so prioritizing the well-being of these athletes, especially what's going on in their mind, is super important. And so we have to remember, and I think it's important for the athletes to remember and the fans to remember that these are human beings first, right? Human first, athlete second. But we get so caught up in the fact that he is a swimmer, she is a gymnast, she does this, he does that, whatever the case may be, whatever the sport is that you def- you're defined by, you're not actually defined by that sport. You're much more than that. You're much deeper than that. There's so many more layers to you. There's so many things that you can accomplish outside of your sport because you have to untether the strengths that you acquired from doing that sport for so long at such a high level and you can add it into any area of your life. There's no time frame. You don't have to put yourself in this bubble of, thinking that I have to be here, 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 here. When you get into that that time frame, you put your you, you, you put like yourself in a like perfectionist mindset, which which doesn't really work well for overall well-being and success, right? You ha- kind of have to have that obsession to get there in the first place, of course. But there's ways to navigate through that and to prioritize your health and to prioritize your mental well-being and not identify solely as what sport you play, but identify as a human being, a brother, a sister, a friend, uh, a writer, a creative person, anything else that you have interest in, you can identify as that as well. But you really want to identify as the person you are, not what you do, right? You're not what you do, you who you are, right? You're what values you hold. You're all of those things much more than the sport you play. And it's, it's really deep and heavily embedded in the Olympics because again, they're only competing once every four years. And so I think it's very important to note and very important to understand as fans, as people who watch these people, who admire these people, get inspired by these people, that you know they put everything they have into this and not everyone gets to medal. But those that don't should still be celebrated for their amazing achievements. And I hope that those athletes take the time to celebrate themselves and everything that they've accomplished. And I hope that they understand that they are much more than just the sport that they play, much more. And so I wanted to make that clear. Please go watch The Weight of Gold. Um, It will explain it um, in a, you'll just see, you're you're hearing from these Olympic athletes like Michael Phelps, right? Apollo Ono, these people who are in it at the highest level, how they feel, how they think, what it did to their psyche, what it did to their mental health, what it did to their lives. 
and you can really get a grasp on on kind of the amount of pressure that they face going into the Olympics. And so as fans of, of sports just in general, we have to really realize that. And what's cool is that the domino effect of that is that now in businesses and schools and other different communities in all kind of walks of life, we're seeing that example be set and that we can prioritize our mental health over anything as well. We can we can prioritize our peace, we can say no, and we can mean it, and we can stand up for ourselves, and we can do what's best for us in the moment, and, and we can really channel that inner strength to, to be our best selves, to prioritize our mental health. <clears throat> so I just want to start off with that, and then I'll talk about Simone Biles just a little bit. <clears throat> First of all, what she did, obviously incredible. I spoke a lot about this when I talked about the Naomi Osaka situation. Again, I, I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it when athletes with large platforms or really with anyone with a large platform speaks up about the importance of mental health because it gives permission to others who are fans who follow them to do the same. And then there's a trickle down effect of more happy, healthier um, people who are prioritizing their well-being. Um, and not prioritizing the stuff that our culture has kind of been predicated on. And so off the top, right, what Simone Biles did, absolutely incredible. Um, what she did and how she said it will save a lot of lives. Young men and women will see that and be like, I will choose to live. And so it goes much deeper than the Olympics. It goes much deeper than mental health. It goes all the way into suicide prevention and allowing people to see the light at the end of the tunnel and that's what's truly important but with every situation with every single situation it's much more complicated than we will ever know i'm not privy to any of the details about simone's situation or anyone's situation except for the people that i directly speak with and work to and even then there's some internal things that probably they haven't even told me, right? So there's always something going on that we don't know about. And that's why we choose to be kind and compassionate, but it's a very complicated situation. And what we have to do is give people the space to weigh their options, to weigh the strengths, to weigh what's good, what's bad. Like I always say, to take an inventory, to pull out our mental health toolkit and to create space for that decision to be made. And whatever decision is made, we support that decision 100% if we truly care and love for the person. And so I respect and admire Simone for what she did. Again, she's saving a lot of lives by just doing that, by standing by her values, standing for, up for herself, her well-being, and, and saying, my mental health is important, my well-being is important, and I will prioritize it right now on the world stage in front of everyone. And that has a cultural downstream effect to everywhere else in the world because then businesses, CEOs, companies, leaders, bosses, schools, communities will now all see that someone at this level who is the greatest of all time at what they do can prioritize their mental health in one of the toughest situations in the world, high pressure situations in the world. And now we should be able to do that on any level. Like I should be able to call in one day and say I'm I, having a mental health issue and I need the day. And there's no penalization, there's no scrutiny, there's no firing, there's nothing. There's okay, you take the day and we can, and then the company 
supplies that help, right? Because one of the biggest things to getting mental health care is the affordability and accessibility. And so we have to create that cultural view by destigmatizing how we view mental health and then allowing that to be something that we care for deeply by creating therapy very accessibly, very affordably, not at the expense of the therapists because they're the ones doing the hard work so they should still be rewarded, paid adequately and sufficiently for their time, effort for literally saving people's lives. But the people who need the therapy, there shouldn't be a barrier to getting it. It should be easy and accessible and that's something that we have to create as a cultural view. But it starts at the top with these people saying, I prioritize my mental health and I give permission to anyone feeling this way, the same kind of core value, the same truth to prioritize themselves in this moment to be able to do the exact same thing. And so that's where that's where it lies for me. Like there's there's a lot of complexities when it comes to someone's mental health. There's a lot of complexities when it comes to someone doing what Simone did. It's not very black and white. There is a lot of gray areas. Um, especially because we're not privy to any of the finer details of what she's actually going through and what she's dealing with, um, who's in her corner, what doctors and, and care does she have in her corner to help her make the decisions she's making. But it does come down to your mental health is important. There is no separation from your physical health and your mental health, right? If I break my ankle, I'm given the rest that I need. If I am having a mental health condition, then I give given the rest that I need because one is invisible, one we cannot see, one can be hidden, right? But we have to view all of that. When people say things, we have to hold that truth and we have to validate them and appreciate how they're saying it and what they're saying. We have to give them the space and the care they need to take care of themselves fully, just like we would if someone had break, broken their ankle or their leg, whatever. So that's what I think about that. Um, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you probably knew that that's really going to be my thoughts um, because mental health is, is a huge, uh, I wouldn't say, it was. it is my life, right? It's everything that I stand for and believe in for very personal reasons, which I will share again on an upcoming episode because you know September is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month um, and that's a very important and difficult month for me. So I'll be sharing some personal details about my life and why this is so important to me. But come back for that episode. It's going to be episode number 65. This is episode number 64. But I just wanted to briefly touch on Olympic athletes, athletes in general, how we need to prioritize our mental well-being. We need to put the sets and reps in for our mental health. We need to be teaching the youth that in schools, in sports, in arts and crafts, in theater, in every kind of domain of youth wherever they're interested in that's the kind of reps and sets and skills we need to be teaching so we have these skills that are put in place to be more resilient to be more anti-fragile to be more optimistic to be able to overcome challenges to be able to express how we feel to be able to say that we need help to be able to get the help that we need all these things start with should start at a young age and that's why we have to present this information like it's normal it's very normal to struggle it's very normal to have hard days it's very normal to need help it's very normal to have a wide range of human emotions because we're humans and that's the beauty of life there's so much that's happening and so much that we feel and so much that we see and so much pain but we have and so much beauty and love and light but now if we're presented these skills at a young age to be able to be resilient through to overcome to adapt 
to change, to grow, to learn, to see adversity is not a, as a, um, to see adversity not as something that's happening to us, but something that's a challenge for us to grow deeper into, to become the person that we always knew we could be, that was always inside of us, that we were meant to be. That's the, that's the golden nugget, right? That's the golden nugget of all of this. That's the golden nugget of, of elite athlete mental health, of it starting at the top, of trickling down into the youth, into youth sports, into schools and communities and, and religious groups and youth groups and all these things that we're putting a focus on, on the brain because the brain is a body part so that makes physical health, mental health, that makes mental health, physical health, that means health is health and it's all the same, it's all intertwined, it's all wrapped. And so if we start focusing on the full body, mind, body, soul, spirit, then we can create more healthy, happy individuals, you know? I was gonna say successful, but success is a, you know, whatever that means to you, a successful individual, whatever that means to you, whatever connotation that has to you in your life, then you implement that that way. Whatever elite status you want, you want, you want to acquire, it all comes with training the mental side, the mental game, the mental reps, the mental sets, the confidence, the optimism, the grit, the calm, the resilience. All of those skills are trainable, teachable skills, and we have to start implementing that into our youth at a very, very young age so that they can be as courageous and as strong and as resilient as some of these athletes that we've seen on the world stage. And so that it's not looked down upon, it's not frowned upon, it's not scrutinized when we put ourselves first, when we put our mental health first, it's seen as normal. It's seen as normal and routine to be able to say, I need a break, I need rest, and allow for that rest to happen. That's where it's at because recovery is just as important as the hard work. If we're not recovering just as hard as we're working, then we're not gonna be able to perform at our highest level on a day-to-day-to-day-to-day basis, right? And recovery means sleep, it means active recovery, it means mindfulness, it means gratitude, right? It means all of these things, it means meditation. It means putting a focus on what's going on in our mind so that we can handle the stressors of everyday life, so that we can handle anything that life throws at us. And we see it as a challenge to grow rather than something that is happening to us, it's happening for us, it's happening for us. And that's the beauty in it. So that's what I say. Mental health is health. Prioritize it. If you're not sure where to start, you have no idea where to start in terms of training your mental health or prioritizing your mental health or how to what mental well-being is or mental fitness is, you don't know where to start, reach out to me. We can set something up. I can coach you through that. We can do Zoom sessions, in-person sessions, whatever. We can just have a texting conversation. We can have a conversation over the phone. You can talk to me on the hotline, whatever it is. However, I can get you set up so that you start to fully grasp how important these tools are, how important your mental is, and how important you are just in general that you, I give you permission to start prioritizing yourself in your life so you can do the amazing things that you're meant to do. And that's where the beauty is. Um, and that's what I want to say today. And so I hope this episode resonated with you. This is all coming from my heart. I'm very passionate about this subject. And if I can help every single person on the planet, I would. But it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with the conversations we have in real life. It starts how we treat ourselves, how we treat our neighbors, how we treat our friends, the compassion we portray in everyday life. It starts with that. And so this episode started with the question, how are you really? Let's circle back to that, answer that question, 
And then if you get stuck on where to start with your mental health, reach out to me. I can give you those tools, those tips, those resources to get you going on how to prioritize yourself and how to prioritize your mental health and how to be of deeper service to others. So thank you for listening. This is episode number 64 of Jackson Talks. Everybody, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe to my newsletter at jacksonstone.net. Leave us a review on Apple. Please share this with a friend who may need it, who's struggling. Um, Send this with a text that says I love you um, because I love you and I'm grateful for your time. Thank you for spending it with me on this podcast every single week. Hope you come back next week for episode number 64 or 65. Excuse me. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Cheers. Much love.